Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. The Mark Cox Morning Show is brought to you by Thomas Helbig and Bob Kershaw with the Retirement Advisory Group. RetirementKey.com. The Mark Cox Morning Show. Listen to both sides. The bottom line is, I respect that we don't agree. You're listening to the Mark Cox Morning Show. Just to find a voice. Who is this guy? He's saying what we've been saying forever. I don't know how to put this. Mark Cox. I'm kind of a big deal. Well, it adds excitement, doesn't it, folks? I said to the Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, we're just a touch away, a finger away from that decisive victory. Yeah, that is uh, through a translator there, Benjamin Netanyahu from Israel, uh, talking to uh, Secretary Anthony Blinken regarding some sort of peace proposal uh, with uh, the pallet with Hamas, I would imagine, in in Gaza. And that has been rejected despite uh, some pretty heavy U.S. pressure, it sounds like. And right now we're uh, lucky to get Trey Yankst on the phone from Fox News, who's been reporting from Israel uh, since uh, pretty much since the start of these hostilities back in October. And Trey, thanks for giving us some time. Yeah, of course. Yeah. What? So what's the latest on this? I, I've listened to Anthony Blinken's reaction this morning, uh, claiming that, uh, you know, he's most concerned that with for for however awful what happened to Israel was, they can't then do the same thing to the Palestinians. So where things stand right now is really a diplomatic attrition. There is a lot of space between what the Americans believe the Israelis should be doing and what the Israeli government plans to do when it comes to accepting any sort of ceasefire proposal that's negotiated by a third party like the Qataris or the Egyptians. And so over the past 48 hours, there was a lot of diplomatic lobbying. It's part of the reason that you saw Secretary Blinken on the ground here in Israel trying to get the Israelis on board with a proposal that was counter-offered by Hamas. And that proposal was broken down into a a four-and-a-half-month ceasefire that would have seen the release of all of the hostages that are currently being held by Hamas in Gaza – in exchange for the release of thousands of Palestinian prisoners 
and also a variety of other smaller line items within a deal. Now, last night, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu basically threw cold water on this conversation and said it was delusional. Those were the, the, the descriptors that he, that he used in all of this. And so where things stand right now is that the war continues 125 days in. There's still rocket fire coming from the Gaza Strip. The Israelis are striking mostly the southern part of Gaza, and they're operating now mostly in Gaza's second largest city upon Yunus to A, go after Hamas leadership, and B, try to rescue the hostages. Trey, this is Kim. Did I hear that uh, Benjamin Netanyahu was saying that it, they were within reach, though, of eliminating Hamas? Do we have any indication of, of that? So he basically laid out the objective for the Israeli military and the Israeli government, and that is the complete destruction of Hamas inside Gaza. The challenging part is that this organization has popular support among Palestinians, not just in Gaza, but also in the West Bank. And so to go after main Hamas leaders, that could be an objective for the military that is achievable. To completely destroy and degrade all Hamas capabilities inside Gaza with the amount of soldiers that are currently fighting against the group inside the Strip, it's not plausible. And, and it will be incredibly challenging in the coming weeks and even possibly months for the Israelis to do that. Because they've also told the population of Gaza, more than 2 million people, to go to the southern part of the Strip. And so you have more than a, a million and a half people in the southernmost city of Rafa. This is Gaza's third largest city, and they have nowhere else to go. And they're also among the, the rest of the Hamas fighters that are still operating in Gaza, the leadership that is hiding in the tunnels beneath the Strip. And, and it creates this battlefield where the Israelis, if they want to operate there, will have to move large amounts of civilians, and it is not practical given the situation on the ground. Right. Trey Yangst, our guest from Fox News. So Benjamin Netanyahu basically told them no to, to whatever this was. You know, if, if I'm the family member of a hostage, all I care about is my loved one coming home. But d does this help or hurt Netanyahu's political standing in Israel? I mean, his, his approval numbers are fairly low over there, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. And Netanyahu is walking a tightrope in terms of public support for the conflict. There is broad support in destroying Hamas following the October 7th massacre. But there is mixed support when it comes to how long the military campaign should last for, understanding that ultimately this will end in a negotiated solution. There is no military solution given the the battlefield that the Israelis are, are facing. They have limited capabilities at this point because once you use an air force as large as the Israeli Air Force to strike targets all across Gaza, it, you run out of things to, to hit. And then you have to send soldiers in on the ground who are now operating uh, in a very compact urban battle environment. Mm -hmm. And so in terms of Netanyahu's support, he has pressure from the coalition that he formed in order to make a government in Israel and keep him in power, but he also has pressure from protesters, the family members of those who are being held inside Gaza who are demanding a ceasefire in order to get their loved ones out in a diplomatic way. There's still, so that's the, the situation on the ground. There's still Americans being held hostage, right? We believe there are some U.S.-Israeli citizens among the group that is left. It is challenging to know who's alive and who is not. 
a recent intelligence report indicated up to 20% of the people that are being held in Gaza are dead. Wow. And so that's just what's been leaked at this point. The number is, is actually likely much higher based on the sources that we're talking with. And they're being very delicate in releasing that information, understanding how sensitive this topic is for the families who are waiting for information. Sure. Uh, well, I tell you, Trey, we appreciate you giving us a few minutes. It's uh, it's kind of hard to get to the truth of what's going on over there sometimes. And appreciate your insight and your reporting. Thank you. Of course. Thank you. Yep. Take care. Trey Yankst from uh, Fox News. Imagine what it's what it's like for the, the families of, of these hostages who, who've already heard the horror stories from some of the hostages that have been released. Mm hmm. So they know that if their loved one is still alive, particularly some of the women, some of the horrible abuses they are potentially undergoing. Mm-hmm. Were they when they were initially releasing some of those hostages? Remember where they were doing like a few days of ceasefire, right? Mm-hmm. They were prioritizing the, the women and children, right? I'm not saying all of them were released, but they were prioritizing them, right? They were trying to, mm-hmm. yes. Well, allegedly, again, can we really trust that Hamas I, is telling the truth yeah, about I mean, anything? Yeah. What do you no. What do you trust with them? So. No. And if they want a ceasefire, uh, they want it so they can regroup their forces and, and try to kill more Israelis. I don't know where it ends, but uh, I, I wish the Biden administration would keep its nose out of it, quite frankly. Uh, there is going to be a vote apparently today on more funding for Israel and Ukraine separate from that border deal. We'll continue our reporting on that for you if we hear anything more on it. Bottom of the hour, Missouri Senator Denny Hoskins is going to join us. Yesterday, several important issues, including whether or not Medicare money should go to Planned Parenthood, got laid over in the Missouri Senate. That means it was basically delayed maybe until today, maybe longer. I don't know. I'm hoping Senator Hoskins can get us an update. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Get on that here at the bottom of the hour. We're back in just a minute. This is what I will do to the growing books when I become Secretary of State. Let's go. This that book is, uh, is in the Valentina Gomez. Library. When I'm in office, they will burn. 
fans. I, I don't know who Valentina Gomez is. I've, I've never met her. She is a woman on a mission, according to her campaign website. And I think that we're going to have to get her on the air. Yeah, I running think. for Secretary of State. <clears throat> Apparently, she's just 24 years old, but has been very successful. She's a real estate investor, a strategist. Yeah, yeah. I Again, I, I have never, I've never heard of her. Mm-mm. Doesn't mean anything, but um, I'm looking at her here, and she's <laughs> she's tried to do... Uh, Bill Eigel and Nick Schroer won better. She actually burned some books. Remember, I was there the night the the infamous flamethrower video was shot. I shot some of it. I put it up on my Facebook page. Uh, all they were doing was burning cardboard boxes, and they were doing it to demonstrate the flamethrower that you could win in the in the raffle. They were trying, it was a fundraiser. You could buy raffle tickets, and the winner was going to win one of these flamethrowers. So they they did it as an example with cardboard boxes. They didn't even burn any Bud Light boxes. And, of course, the left lied about what they were doing and claimed they were burning books and blah, 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 blah. Uh, Valentina Gomez is actually burning books. (laughs) She she says, if you're going to put this kind of groomer material in schools, we'll burn it down. We'll we'll stop that. We will prevent this uh, from happening now. I don't know how much power the secretary of state has to do that. I think it's uh, that's an interest. Like the governor would have far more power to do that, I would think. Right. But yeah, it says it's fun. Interesting. What Channel 4, because I wondered the same thing. Channel 4 says she's seeking the job as Missouri secretary of state who runs state elections, but is also in charge of state funding for libraries. Okay, so maybe that would be her. That that could be it. Yeah, I, I wondered. So anyway. Uh, we will uh, we will ask Valentina to come on and uh, talk about this. Get get her motivation for for running and um, make sure that we understand exactly what she's after here. Because man alive, the left does not like Valentina Gomez. Can can I just tell you that uh, they do not like her at all? Here's the headline this morning from the Advocate: Missouri Republican sparks outrage with flamethrower video. Uh, NDTV, I don't even know what that is. U.S. politician burns LGBTQ inclusive books in bid to win votes. You think that's that book they were talking about on the, the, the Joy Reid program with Moms for Liberty? The yeah, what was that? Blue, the Little uh, Boy Blue or something, something like that? Something like that where, it, where it, it literally talks about the rape of a child in this book. And, and there are sickos out there who thinks that kind of material is okay to be in our school libraries? I mean, honestly, you you should question where you are as a human being if you think children should have access to that kind of material, uh, period, in my opinion, but certainly without their parents having some say in it. Um, th- this is uh, this is crazy. So we will uh, we'll invite Valentina on, and we will talk a little bit more about. Um, her, her take on all this. There are a lot of people running for Secretary of State, uh, but Valentina might have just climbed to the top of the list. Uh, I'll just have to say. The great uh, strategy to post a video whoa. like that because every outlet is going to report on that. No such thing uh, as bad publicity uh, in this particular case. I still think it's funny that, that they're, they are claiming she's burnt. I don't understand how a book like that can be viewed as an LGBTQ-inclusive book if it's about sexual abuse 
Okay, it's one of the books she was burning. It's is titled Naked, Not Your Average Sex Encyclopedia. 150 entries cover key topics about identity, relationships, self-image, sex, and body positivity. Talks about bisexuality for teenagers. The other book is called Queer, The Ultimate LGBTQ Guide for Teens. In case you need a roadmap for that, is among the other ones. And if you want to know what gender fluid means, make sure you check out Naked at your local library. Yeah. It'll cover it. (laughs) Oh, my. All right. Well, uh, we'll get her out here and uh, let her talk about it. Her video, by the way, had almost a million views as of yesterday. So I, I'm guessing she's getting all the attention that uh, that she wanted from all of this. Um, Elon Musk, she wrote, thank you for protecting free speech. We are back from censorship. All right. Let's get her on. Let's talk to her about it. Uh, says she's based in St. Louis and she's 24 years old. So Valentina, uh, you are you. We'll uh, we'll get you booked on the show just just to talk about what uh, what made you go out and uh, do this. She's getting uh, some attention, and um, we'll find out a little bit more about her. How about that? You know, I've got a friend joining us a little later who's actually on the Texas border this morning. My friend Kurt Schwab. He lived in St. Louis for a long time. I met him when I still worked at Channel Four years ago when I was anchoring the morning news there. He has uh, worked on behalf of veterans across the country, uh, veterans of Operation Enduring Freedom and Iraqi Freedom. Uh, he, he's, he's gone to bat for him in Washington, and now he lives in Texas, and he is running for Congress down there. He, if, I believe, is the only Republican candidate running in his district, and uh, he's at the border this morning. He was invited to go down there. I think he met with Ben Carson maybe yesterday. Uh, we're going to get a live report from him. He's going to we're going to call in. Uh, to, we're going to call him this morning at around 735 and get his take on what he's seen so far on his tour of the uh, the southern border, which is a complete mess and which is completely being lied about uh, by uh, uh, Chris Murphy and the other Democrats, even even Langford. Senator Langford's gone off the deep end on this. I don't get it. I, I've listened to half a dozen of his speeches on this and it it just doesn't add up for some reason we'll get to all that and more for you uh, coming up here in just a couple of minutes uh we do have um senator uh, denny hoskins coming up next missouri senator from district 21 to talk about what's going on baseball is back and so is mlb.tv watch every out-of-market regular season game on your favorite streaming devices anywhere anytime all season long Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. On with initiative uh, petition reform in Jeff City. We'll be right back. If it's good for the game, they got to be good for the goose. Because the amendment I want to file is to say that every man age 14 and above should have a vasectomy. Then we won't have to worry about abortions. That's right. Because you're not going to stop people from having sex. It's like the dawn of time. Senator Carla May there on the floor of the Missouri Senate yesterday as they were debating stripping uh, more money from Planned Parenthood. And uh, we're lucky enough to have Missouri Senator uh, Denny Hoskins on the phone this morning from a District 21. And, Senator, welcome to the show. How are you? Great. 
Thanks for having me, Mark. Absolutely. I guess, first of all, I wouldn't mind getting an update on on uh, that bill. That got laid over as well yesterday, right, to uh, to control how much money is going to Planned Parenthood? It, it did. It did get laid over. I think we debated it for two and a half hours, and then there was an amendment that off, was offered um, and was taken under advisement. So we adjourned for the day, another early adjournment day. Yeah, I want just – so is there some trickery afoot here because – when I was down there for the rally last week, the belief was victory was at hand. We were at least going to get a Senate floor vote on initiative petition reform. Uh, if it wasn't the first item, it might be the second one. So we we believed earlier this week that might happen today. What What's the status on that? Well, that's, that's the good way to describe it is trickery. Yes, we were promised, uh, Senate leadership promised us that we would have a vote on initiative petition reform to protect the Missouri Constitution this week, and uh, we have not. And today we are usually in session Monday through Thursday, and there is no uh, plan to go to initiative petition reform today either. Uh, we could have gone to it at any time over the last week. Actually, it was turned in a week ago from this past Tuesday, so we could have gone to that uh, last Wednesday at any time this week. But um, unfortunately, uh, leadership has not brought that bill up. Uh, leadership would be Cindy O'Laughlin and Caleb Rowden, right? Yes, yes. Uh, Rowden and O'Laughlin did not bring it up. In fact, they asked the bill sponsor, uh, Senator Coleman, to lay that bill over, and she laid that bill over yesterday. And so in the Senate, we have to go – we're supposed to go in order how the bills are turned in. Uh, that initial petition bill was third on the list, and uh, Senator Coleman laid it over yesterday. Uh, I would definitely not have laid it over had it been my bill, but uh, Senator Coleman is in charge of the bill, and she decided to lay it over instead. When you, Senator, this is Kim, just to clarify, when you say that, are you saying that it won't be debated at all or just for now? Like, is it being tabled for now? What does that mean? Well, when when it goes, uh, when you lay the bill over, it's basically at leadership's uh, discretion on when we bring that bill back up. So it oh. sits on the informal uh, perfection calendar now. So it could be brought up uh, today. It could be brought up next week. It could be brought up in three months. It could be brought up never. And you have no so, say in that. It's leadership that gets to decide that? That's right. It's mm-hmm. leadership that gets to decide if we go to that uh, schedule, uh, the informal perfection calendar. And that's why I've I was hopeful that we would just bring it up yesterday and and finally get going. But unfortunately, uh, Senator Coleman laid that bill over. And so now we're we're kind of in purgatory as far as uh, when that bill would will come up. again. Yeah. So, I mean, I I find this interesting and I have not had Mary Elizabeth Coleman on here to discuss this. Yes. Um, But when all of this debate came down and Caleb Rodden went out and stripped chairmanships from everybody and took parking places. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Coleman was standing behind him in that crowd. And yet now somehow she's the sponsor of the initiative petition reform bill. And now it's been laid aside. Uh, What, I mean, what did she consult with any of the folks in the, in the freedom coalition before she did that? No, she didn't consult with me. And in fact, my bill was rolled into her bill. So when you look at that uh, Senate Joint Resolution 74, the next one up is Senate Joint Resolution 48 on that bill list number that and that is mine. But no, I I wasn't consulted. Uh, We actually were supposed to go into session yesterday at one o'clock, about two thirty. We got a text that, hey, the bells are going to start ringing. We're going to come back in and everybody's going to lay the first eight bills over so we can go to the ninth bill. 
Uh, that's not something that I wanted to see happen. Uh, I wanted to see us take up initiative petition reform, but un- unfortunately, uh, she laid that bill over and, and we did not go to it. Have Have they not listened to anything that that people have been saying to them or is it just the fact, and, and I'm also almost afraid to su- suggest that this is just par for the course in Jeff City, that the lobbyists came to them, who the powerful interests who were opposed to any sort of change to amending the Missouri Constitution and said, you need to delay this as long as possible. Yeah, that, that's probably that's probably the right take. I mean, it seems like our, our leadership has very been very tone deaf to what uh, folks here in Missouri really want. And you know, we don't. Uh, we want to protect the Missouri Constitution, and the only way to do that is through initiative petition reform. And so, um, we don't want these uh, dark money special interest groups coming in from out of state and buying those elections. But uh, you know, we we this is this is just par for the course. We were promised that initiative petition reform bill would come up this week, and again, we're another week without it coming up. And so, you know, this is why we filibustered and, and pushed. IP reform to be uh, referred to committee and voted out of committee and, and put on the Senate floor within four days. And now it seems like uh, leadership thinks that they want to slow walk initial petition reform bill again. I know this is, I think, day two or three where they've gone out and tried to collect signatures to get abortion enshrined into the Missouri state constitution. I saw this article that said that two paid petition circulators in Florida are accused of submitting phony signatures for their amendment that would enshrine it into their state constitution. Is there any concern that that could be happening here in Missouri? Oh, most certainly. Most certainly. I mean, um, when when these folks go out and try and collect signatures, many times they're paid per signature. And so it uh, behooves them in order to try and get as many signatures um, as they can on the on the you know initial petition to put something on the ballot. So yes, that, that's a very big concern is that uh, they fraudulently put people's names on there that actually are registered voters, and uh, we need to make sure that doesn't happen and and probably look into increasing the penalties if that would happen. Yeah, thank you. Maybe that's something some language that needs to be added to the, the IP right. reform right. bill, right? I mean, that you I would agree. You have to pay these people an hourly salary, and you can't offer them bonuses based on the numbers they produce, because that's just encouraging somebody who's unethical to commit fraud. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, how, it, how it's a very big that? incentive. How do you even like? Well, the secretary of state would be looking at these two name by name, though, on the list. They, they have to. Yeah. Oh, wow. Which is that's why right. they often try to get more than the 185,000 they need, because they have to have some in there to pad in case bad signatures come back. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so, exactly. Senator, just before I let you go here, I know people I people's eyes probably glaze over when they hear the word IP reform in the yes. version in the version of the bill that's being voted on uh it, it tell us did, did it did it boil down to concurrent majority of house districts or congressional districts Uh yes right right now it is concurrent majority for house districts so okay. that just right. means that uh statewide you have to have 50% plus one vote and then on um, for the House districts, 163 House districts, you'd have to have 82 of those House districts would also have to uh, approve that vote, uh, that petition by you know, 50% yeah. plus one vote as well. 82. And I, I saw uh, a map of the state of Missouri in the Missouri Scout last week, and I'm pretty sure yes. it said that if it had been done by House 
districts with the marijuana vote that it would have won, that the marijuana yes. the marijuana initiative petition still would have won if if it was done this way. So it, it kind of destroys the argument of the other side that you're preventing anything. You're just making sure everybody's in on it, right? That's right. Just making sure everybody's in on it and that, uh, you know, us folks in rural Missouri have a say. And so it, it's a better, much better representation of the entire state than the way that we ha- are doing it right now. Could not agree with that more. Uh, Senator Denny Hoskins, honored to have you on, sir. Thanks for your time. Yes, thanks for having me. Yeah, we'll do it again soon. Uh, great to get him on here and kind of explain all that. So there you have it. This is just kind of what you need to to understand what's going on. Leadership down there has been, I, I, I hesitate to use the word corrupted, but but power corrupts, absolute power absolutely corrupts. And there are people in this state willing to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars in campaign contributions to prevent certain legislators from uh, bringing up certain subjects. Initiative petition reform happens to be one of them. There are powerful people in the state who do not want the people to have a chance to vote on that and amend it because they make millions of dollars in consulting fees and everything else by bringing initiative ballots to the to the uh, to the to the voters. And they don't care who wins or loses. They just want the ability to do it. And they're afraid this would restrict that. So uh, I'm just telling you the the truth about that. All right. A quick break here. We're going to get to another news coming up. What's happening? Go, you know the you know the thing. What the hell is going on? In other news. 20 years after the last Friends episode aired, Jennifer Aniston and David Schwimmer are reuniting for a Super Bowl ad. The two are in an Uber Eats commercial along with David and Victoria Beckham, Usher, and Jelly Roll. He probably has the funniest part in all of this. Several of the Super Bowl ads, as you may already know, have been released, including ads from Budweiser, Booking.com, BMW, and DoorDash. That's the only one I've seen is the Uber Eats one. Same. I don't even know how I saw it. But I just saw something about Jennifer Aniston, and I clicked on it. Did you and see that, the that, Beckham version of it? Uh, yes. Because that not. one made me laugh. <laughs> okay. Were you pepper? Were you in a pepper group? Oh, my gosh. It was funny. I don't like that they're all releasing the ads beforehand. Listen, That's... they're paying $7 billion. I mean, $7 million, but you know what I mean. A lot of money, so I get it. Yeah. And yeah. you can go to the bathroom then during the commercials, then, I, if you've seen them all. I That's heard, true, Carl. I heard Sue uh, talking about this in Sue's News yesterday. Mm. And uh, I think it's fascinating that, <laughs> and you're absolutely right, Sue, if they're paying $7 million for, what is it, a 30-second commercial? Yes, yes. Why the hell not release it early? Because you want as many eyes as possible on that thing. Exactly. And plus, they had to pay all those people. It had to be expensive. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm so, sure Aniston yeah. and Schwimmer don't come cheap and uh-uh. Usher and uh, the Beckhams. The Beckhams. Yeah. Uh, and Jelly Roll is funny. You're right. <laughs> Jelly, that is Jelly Jelly the funny. tattoos won't come off. <laughs> what did I do to my face? Yeah, you got to go watch it. All right, a crew member died on the set of the upcoming Marvel series Wonder Man. The 41-year-old crew member was apparently a rigger who fell from the rafters. This happened on Tuesday. They're not thinking foul play was part of this. The show, by the way, plans to stream on Disney Plus, but there's no release date that's been set yet. Okay, Carl Middleman. I don't know who Wonder Man is. I'm shocked. What, I picked this the, for you, Carl. I I read a lot of comic books as a kid. Mm-hmm. I do not remember. I remember Wonder Girl. Wasn't there a Wonder Girl? Wonder Woman. I Wonder thought. Woman and a Wonder Girl, but never a Wonder Man. They have to be Superman. PC now. I guess so. I don't know. I don't remember that PC. one at all. Wonder Woman's DC. 
This is Marvel. This is Marvel. Maybe it's Wonder Woman who identifies as a man. Oh, that could That's be it. That's probably it. He's wondering if he's a man. <laughs> That's it. And You've he, nailed it. And he... That's why he jumped from DC to Marvel. <laughs> we solved that for everybody. Thank you don't you. have to watch it anymore. All right, this is a weird story. Police in Australia had to come to the rescue of a three-year-old boy after he got stuck in one of those claw machines at a mall. The dad said his son disappeared into the prize dispenser and then looks up and he's inside the glass. So police had to shatter the glass to get the boy out, but surprisingly <laughs> he was not hurt. Did he, but did he get a prize? Would be the, the, the prize question. was him getting out of the claw oh, machine alive. That yeah. was the dad's prize. Yeah, that's funny. I hope he How took a stuffed animal with him. Would he fit up in there? Was he just tiny? Not, not that tiny. I mean, he's three. <laughs> the claw dispensers aren't that, I mean, I guess big enough. That's great. I don't know. All right, just when you think you've seen it all, wait until you hear what happened to a radio station in Alabama. Thieves stole their 200-foot steel radio tower. The WJLX station manager said the thieves stole every piece of equipment out of their building. Then they went as far as to take down that 200-foot tower by cutting the wires that secured it. They have no idea how this happened. Well, is it for the copper? Is well, that, that why that they did it? that could have been it, but how the heck are you getting that down and hauling it away? Are you bringing no a semi? No idea. Well, here's Bring the, the 18-wheeler. Here's, here's the bigger question. That would take a while. Oh, I know. Yes, it like, would. If we happen to go off the air for some reason, a little alarm chimes back here behind us. Uh, how would they not have known? Because the minute it got cut down, they were off the air. Did nobody just, does nobody listen? Did nobody call up and say, hey, by the way, uh, we can't hear you? And it's not like a normal store that has those hours. I mean, we're here at like <laughs> yeah. four in the morning. <laughs> uh, that, so they didn't really have probably a big window to do it. There's got to be more to that story. It's there very odd. You're yeah. saying inside job, aren't you? I don't know. I just think there's more to that story because you'd know if you weren't on the air. Yeah, you, you know. would. No, yeah. that's weird. All right, one quick last story. Rappers Snoop Dogg and Master P are suing Walmart and Post Foods after they say the company has intentionally left their cereal in stock rooms and off-store shelves in an attempt to sabotage sabotage the product. Lawsuit says Walmart would also sell the cereal for as much as $10 per box in some stores. I'd never even heard of this. Snoop apparently launched Snoop Cereal in 2022. <laughs> yeah. Is I it, didn't realize that was going on, though. Jeez. Is is it, it, does it have weed in it? Is it the cereal any time of day when you have the munchies? I mean, what is the point <laughs> of it? I wonder what the marketing gimmick is there for Snoop Dogg. You have to wonder. All right, thank you, Kim. Uh, hopefully, hard. Ethan is feeling better. Maybe he'll uh, maybe he'll be back with us uh, tomorrow. We'll see. Coming up, we'll talk uh, to Senator Jim Talent and a friend of mine who's running for Congress, who's on the Texas border this morning. Stay tuned. Get more at ninety-seven talkcom we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.